All right, good afternoon. Okay, what's up here? When Logan Wilson was coming out, did you have a chance to interact much with him? Not too much. Do you view him as sort of a linebacker that fit in any any scheme, or was he sort of type of linebacker that might be better specific? There's definitely a lot of strong points. There's He's probably playing anything. Bill, how do they use um, Chase and Higgins? Are those guys pretty interchangeable, or do they have set roles? Yeah, no, they're, they're versatile. I mean, they do certain things more than others, but yeah, they're interchangeable. So there's a degree of interchangeability. I don't think this is a question for Zach, really. He does, yeah, his thumb production after the catch. Yeah. Very, very good. Any, any trait that he has that helps him as far as that goes? Fast, quick, strong. It's a good place to start. Yeah. Bill, what has made Matthew Slater and Devin McCourty such great leaders over the years with you here? And they both have a lot of natural leadership. Um, they're very passionate. And they set a great example. So it's easy to lead when you kind of do everything right, which they do. They're very unselfish. Matthew Judon said that you called him last night and told him that he made the Pro Bowl. Um, how enjoyable has he been to coach these past two seasons? Yeah, great. He's got a great attitude, works hard, puts the team first. Got a lot of energy every day. Great on and off the field. Good <coughs> locker room. Get to take a look the last couple of days at the rookie offensive tackle there, Stuber. I mean, is, is this similar to like Bledsoe last year when you got him on at the end of the year? Or does he maybe even have a chance to possibly help you here at the end of the year? Uh, it's on NFI's living out there two days. You're not actually having any bad pads, right? You're exactly right. Good to have him back. It's good to have every player out there that we have out there. Sure. Coach, with uh, Joe Cardona on the injury report, uh, Tucker Addington to the practice squad last week, what have you seen from, from Tucker? Um, uh, getting acclimated. Timing and acclimation to you know punt field goal protection. Obviously, punt protection is a lot more to it, but calls and blocking assignments and coverage responsibilities and so forth. Bill, I want to <clears throat> ask about the weather uh, on Saturday. I know it's your favorite topic, but as far as the winds that are projected, could be 30, 40 miles an hour throughout the game. How do you account for that in your preparation when obviously it's not that windy out for practice? We talk about what it could be. But like you said, it's a lot easier to wait and see what it is. It's a waste time on 10 different forecasts and then figure out which one it actually is. 
<laughs> We've practiced in wind all year. Bill, what do you remember about Ted Karras and, and the impact he had here in his time with you? Right, yeah, Ted's um, yeah, all positive. Yeah. Came in as a rookie, worked hard. We got bounced around a lot, but you know he hung in there. On the practice squad for a short time, I think second year, and you know David got hurt, started center all year. Tough, good energy, smart, plays hard, always plays with high effort. One thing he said this year is that he learned how to be a leader here because there's so many leaders in that locker room. Is that something you could kind of see that personality from Ted? You know, grow, develop. In, in terms of becoming, you know, he's a captain there now. Yeah, he's got a very positive, very positive personality. Yeah, I mean, every day he's fixing on his face, ready to go, but but working hard. And he smiles when he works hard. He smiles when things aren't going good, but, you know, just looks forward to the next play or the next, you know, he doesn't, doesn't, uh, Dwell on anything negative in the past. Uh, he's happy when he wins and looks ahead to the next opportunity if things don't go as well. He's got a great outlook. Well, I think the first thing you mentioned yesterday when we asked you about Burrow was toughness. Why is that um, an important characteristic for that position? Because you get hit. Is there anything to like that position setting an example, maybe even in terms of what they show there? <clears throat> yeah, sure. That position is a, you know centerpiece of every every pro offense. So there's a lot of things that that position carries. On the long snapper, can it be? Difficult to introduce somebody into that operation this late in the season with how much timing it requires there. Obviously, it's not something you've had to deal with in quite a while with, with Joe playing every game since he's been here. Well, yeah, well, it's not ideal. It's not even going to the year saying, yeah, we hope this is what happens. But when it happens, that's, that's why your personnel department always has who your next up players are at every position. And if you have to go to those players, like Connor McDermott or whoever, then, then you go to them and you try to get them ready. Or if they're on your practice, you know, maybe they're on your practice squad, you already have them in your system, then great. If you don't, then you, know, you have to go and get them. It's hard to carry backups or you know depth at every single position across your team. You do the best you can. But you have to make decisions on who those, who they are, based on their skill and the position depth that you have there or don't have. That can change pretty quickly. But yeah, you have to bring somebody in. I mean, I would just say there's a lot more to bring in an offensive lineman and him learning the offensive line system than there's a long snapper learning the snapper system. Not diminishing that there isn't a degree of timing and execution of both of them. There is. But, you know, so, but every team in the league has to go through that, so it is what it is. It's the National Football League.
Well, you mentioned yesterday Burrow that he sees the game well, manages it well. Um, the importance of disguise on Saturday, how high is that? It's always important. How do you feel like your, your defense has done in that regard lately? I think Adrian put it to us the other way, that, or the other day, excuse me, uh, that the defense is mysterious, and that's sort of what he was getting at, that it feels like they've been doing a good job of disguise. Do you feel like that's been a positive aspect? Yeah. Always try to do it, always try to do it better. Always room to improve. The other side of the ball, uh, one of the best of the RPO package that you guys have had, maybe I'm wrong, but as far as I can tell, there have been one or two downfield in-breaking RPOs versus what seems to be mostly bubbles for the routes that are incorporated about that. Why is that best for the offense relying mostly, almost entirely on those bubble routes versus kind of a wider, more diverse tree? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly. The whole pass offense you're referring to, but say the general concept of the RPOs is inside runs versus outside passes. You want to throw the ball down the field, and just throw it down the field. If you're going to try to throw behind the guys, then that's really what well, it's play action RPO. It's, it's the same concept. The timing on it's a little bit different, but it's sort of the same concept. So what play action generally does is draw somebody up and try to throw it behind them. I'm not sure the specific plays you're referring to. Well, but if you run the ball inside and throw the ball inside and everybody's inside, I'm not really sure what you're trying to accomplish, unless you're trying to throw behind them. Then, then that's the concept I just talked about. So. Yeah, I was curious more because of Mac's um, success with you know throwing glance routes to the single side at Alabama, something he seemed to do a lot of. And I know you guys had incorporated more RPOs this year than last season and why. You know, it shifted more in that direction as opposed to something he had done then, or at least more, less downfield, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If you go back and watch the Alabama games or whatever, I don't really know. If the concept is to the defense to pack the middle of the field and then you run the ball inside and then throw the ball inside, like, I'm not really sure I understand what that what the point of that is. Maybe I'm missing it. So when teams throw that the slant or something on an RPO, is that usually because they're running a wide, is it, is it a wide run fake? Is that? Well, there's somebody that's drawn those, somebody outside to open that up. And the idea of the RPO is basically to attack the width of the field. If you want to throw behind them, then that's a different concept similar to a play-action pass that you throw behind the front part of the coverage. Any more questions? Okay.